Pierce, thanks for being with us today. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me, Dave. You recently became the CEO of a company called Continental Lithium, which is out of Lagos, Nigeria. And this company, as I understand it, has one of the largest lithium assets in Nigeria, possibly in all of Africa. I want to talk about why you joined the company, and I want you to also talk about this Nigerian lithium belt where they have the 15 of their 26 licenses. Dave, I've been in the mining business for a long time now. It's been my major career. I've been involved in uh, uh, several mines, all the way from exploration through development into production. And the lithium activity, the market today, is a very, very exciting place to be. The company Continental Lithium has a wonderful large land package in some of the most prospective uh, geology in the world for, for lithium. It was started by uh, two Nigerian gentlemen, very well-educated guys who were educated in Europe. And they started back in 2017. They had the foresight before anybody was really too interested in lithium to start acquiring ground. And the way they chose their ground was uh, areas where there was artisanal mining going on, where the locals were actually mining the lithium ores and, uh, and, and exporting those. They would sell them to buyers and they'd be exported. So those areas where you have the artisanal mining are about the best exploration tool you could ever think of because that was good productive ore right at the surface. So they went out and acquired a lot of ground. Uh, they have about 152,000 acres, I think. And as you point out, a large part of that is in what's known as the lithium belt. The geology of uh, Nigeria is uh, sort of dominated by some basement core rocks. And within that, there's, there's a belt of uh, uh, several hundred miles long uh, where there are a lot of uh, what are known as pegmatites. And these pegmatites are sort of the last uh, deposition from the granites. As, as the granites, the old basement rocks cooled in the fractures and whatnot, you got these pegmatites deposited. And within the pegmatites in Nigeria, you, you have rare earth minerals, you have lithium, tantalum, tin, uh, a whole suite of, of sort of very differentiated minerals that are associated with these pegmatites. So as I understand it, the company is already generating revenue through their surface mining on uh, many of their mines, I think about 10 of them or so. So they're already a revenue generating company. So talk to us about that model. We've got sort of a dual model in terms of our strategy with continental lithium. One of them, it's a very important one, is the actual production that they're achieving. And, and for the last four years, they've been uh, increasing production. I think last year they had a little over $5 million in revenue. And what they've been doing is working with the artisanal miners. And they've, they've put in three processing facilities where they upgrade the uh, spodumene uh, so that it can be sold 
Uh, Spodumene has about 8% lithium, and they've been shipping after the concentration process with the artisanal miners. They've been shipping around 6%. Uh, they've got two or three customers. It's mainly going to Southeast Asia to, to China. Well, let's talk about the lithium. This is hard rock lithium, and we say 6% quality, if you will. What are we actually saying here? Because I think most uh, lithium today coming from sputamine has about 2% lithium. We've seen it, or you've seen it in the, your company, as high as even 7%. So why don't you explain that to our viewers today? Yes, well, uh, first of all, backing up and looking at the lithium market, uh, there are two main sources of lithium uh, geologically. One comes from brines, and a lot of that's mined down in Chile and Argentina. And the other is the hard rock lithium that you're referring to. Um, and if you go in with a big open pit mine, uh, there'll be a lot of dilution with feldspars and quartz and other minerals. So you won't get the seven or 8% lithium that we get. We get that because uh, the artisanal miners are hand sorting that uh, lithium material. So we get almost pure spodumene. The big mine would uh, have that spodumene diluted with uh, other minerals. And that's the reason that our, our grade is as high as it is. Pierce, I wanna talk about the global supply demand issues for lithium. As I understand it, for the next 20 years, there's going to be more demand than supply. Talk to us about that issue and how Nigeria may fit into that equation. Sure. Well, as everyone knows, the world is undergoing a, a green revolution with the focus being on electric vehicles, lithium-ion batteries for a wide variety of uses. And the, the world is turning away from oil and gas to these batteries. A very uh, important component of the batteries is lithium. And the average growth rate from 2019 to 2030 is about 25% annually from, from uh, <clears throat> 1920 to 21. The growth rate for that period alone was 32%. So what's happening is uh, the demand is increasing. Right now, it's not being fulfilled. There are a lot of uh, companies which are out there scrambling to try to get uh, lithium production. And so continental lithium is in an extremely good position to take advantage of the current world demand. Nigeria may seem an unlikely place to find lithium, but you know, We've got some of the biggest companies in the world that have been there, uh, Exxon, Conoco, Halliburton, um, making a lot of money in the oil and gas industry. And uh, now the government, as I understand it, is very mining friendly. They want to do everything they can to exploit this asset. A very rich mineral company. I know Tesla was over trying to make a deal with the government uh, for their lithium. China's over there, Australia's over there, Canada's over there. So there's a big rush into Nigeria now 
with companies going after this lithium. How do we potentially fit into this? Well, we're in a very good position. You're quite correct. First of all, Nigeria is the largest economy in Africa by far. Uh, it's, it's growing at a, at a rapid rate. Uh, it'll, it'll be one of the top countries in the world economically within a few years. A lot of the growth, uh, as you point out, in Nigeria has been oil and gas. And what, what's happened is that the government is now uh, turning away from oil and gas a little bit and they want to emphasize mining. So mining is going to be the big up and coming industry in Nigeria. And of course, continental lithium with its wonderful position geologically is going to be able to take care of that. The government is somewhat reluctant to have foreign companies come in and just take their assets. So the fact that continental lithium is a Nigerian company is a big advantage. And the other thing that the government really would like to see is the establishment of uh, plants to produce the final product in Nigeria rather than just exporting the, the raw material. And so continental lithium, I think, is going to be able to take advantage of that as well. As you know, we've, we've got some relationships with other companies on the processing side. And our plan is to, uh, is to emphasize upgrading that spodumene within Nigeria over a period of time. No, I understand. So you're a geologist by training. You worked for Exxon for many years. Uh, you have a PhD from Stanford. Um, talk to us about, there's a couple mines that you're going to put some real money into and develop. Talk to us about that process and what you hope to accomplish. We're actually uh, having sort of a twofold strategy as far as we want to approach the potential of the ground that we have in Nigeria. The first we talked about a little bit, um, the artisanal mining. We, we want to increase the artisanal mining and we think we can do that. And so we can build those revenues, even though they're not big revenues right now, we think we can increase those. It is a little bit unusual for a, a small exploration company to have any revenue at all. And so we're, we're very encouraged by the potential to increase that revenue. And we intend to do that over the next two or three years. We intend to increase it substantially. The second part of our strategy is to go after the big elephants, the big deposits that we think are there. That'll require some exploration, some trenching, a lot of sampling and some drilling. And that's part of our plan. We've, we've developed exploration plans to try to develop the big deposits that we're, we're quite certain are there, but you know, these things take a while longer they're more expensive in terms of exploration, but of course, once you find a really big deposit, then uh, you know you can compete on the world stage. So that's what we're trying to do. We, we've we've got the artisanal mining to increase revenues in the in the short to intermediate term, and we've got our larger term exploration program to find the big deposits. Let's talk about the business climate 
in Nigeria. It is the largest economy in Africa. By 2030, McKinsey says it will be a top 20 economy. New government has recently come in, new administration, new president, mining friendly. But how would you describe the business climate in Nigeria? Well, it's a very, very exciting and energetic climate. There's a lot of entrepreneurs there doing things. Uh, the government's very receptive to new ideas, new technology. It's a great place to work. You know, a lot of people have a, a concern about Nigeria. If you look at the track history and the success of the oil industry, the support of the government in particular for mining, you know, we're pretty confident we'll have a great opportunity, a great environment to, to work in, in Nigeria. And very close ties, good relationship with the U.S. government. Uh, the government of the U.S. is uh, one of the biggest investors uh, in Nigeria among all African co countries. I think we're the, we, our biggest investment partner. Um, so I think that's a, a big plus for those who are considering doing business there, obviously. Give us a summary again of why investors uh, and potential offtake partners should take an interest in the company. Well, first of all, we are producing this high-quality spodumene that is very important. Uh, secondly, because of the large potential that we have, an investor is going to see a lot of growth and value. If you look at the kind of market capitalizations that lithium companies are getting in the world today, it's phenomenal. I mean, there are a number of companies with no production at all that are, that are capitalized at a billion dollars or $2 billion. On the smaller side, with any production at all, you know, you're looking at several hundred million dollars. So this is a startup opportunity in some ways, although, you know, the company's been operating for several years now. It's got a very good track record. And I think an investor coming in at this point is going to have the potential to see very large upside in their investments. Excellent. Thank you so much for being with us today, Pierce. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Dave. Some of the companies featured on this episode are red chip client companies, and we may own stock in these companies. So please always read our disclosures at redchip.com.